Do you like fantasy sports? If you're listening to this, we're sure you do. Are you ready for a new challenge this year? Dynasty Owner is the new way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an actual franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique and challenging experience that will test your skills as an owner and general manager. You will have complete control over your team's future. You can build through the draft, make trades, sign free agents, and manage your team's salary cap. Can you create a dynasty of champions? Sign up now at DynastyOwner.com and get started on building your dynasty. Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher, John Bosch, Kane Fussell, here to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator, its values and its rankings, to help you all and to us, let's be fair, we usually do this stuff because we want to know how we feel about certain players and how the other two of us feel about certain players. But I was about to lie and say we're, we're really here for all of you. But no, it's, re it's really about us. And if you guys get entertainment or knowledge out of this, that's cool. But, you know, that's how we roll. I am going to go first today. We are jumping into quarterback and we are jumping in. Kind of the same tier we talked about last week. Last week was Justin Fields. We're moving up a little bit, and we're getting a bit, a lot a bit older. <laughs> so we're getting pretty much older. I want to talk about Dak Prescott because sometimes we use Dak Prescott as the epitome of safe QB on that higher tiered level, you know, Oh, you know, instead of giving me Trey Lance, instead of giving me this guy, just give me Dak Prescott instead, because Dak doesn't always seem to have the QB one upside, but we know his job is safe and he's always seemingly going to give us top 12 production. So I'm curious if his value really does hang around that top tier or if Maybe he's falling a little because of a non-stellar last year because maybe Amari leaving means something to someone. So let's get into this. We are past using 22 picks for values, right? Like I did not even bother doing that. I know last week I did for the heck of it, but now Dak Prescott is pretty much exactly worth two random 2023 firsts. So which would you two prefer, Dak or two random 23 firsts? And just to put that out there, Dak is 28 years old. And as quarterbacks go, that's still pretty young. So I'm hoping to get away from, well, if I'm competing, I'll take Dak. If I'm not, I'll take the picks. So hopefully the age there doesn't bifurcate that answer a little bit. As you were saying his age, I was Googling his age at the exact same time. <laughs> I got you, boo. Don't so, worry about it. Um, so uh, we're just assuming random 23 firsts, right? Uh, in the calculator, it says mid. But I, I'm going to say yes, completely random. Let's pretend startup. And, you know, you don't even know how teams are going to finish. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I think I want the two firsts. I think I do too, <laughs> because you know I'm I'm comfortable playing a quarterback less than Dak. 
So I'll I'll take the firsts. So, I like Dak. I like him. Like, but I'm not. I'm going to use my firsts to round out my lineup elsewhere. Yeah, that, my question, you know, follow up question, I guess, is: Would you take the firsts in hope that you'll get a top three, so you could end up with Stroud or Young and replace that? because you think those younger guys are better? Or do you just think the value of two firsts in what this class is going to be and what the value of those picks are going to be is just worth more than Dak? So I think it's twofold, right? I think the first thing is by the time we get to the 23 draft, the two firsts are worth way more than Dak, right? And that goes on the second point with the replacement level of Dak over another quarterback too isn't drastic. Right. So I think that's the other point is that when you're only giving up a few points at a quarterback position, um, I and you can gain two firsts. Well, I'd rather do that. Right. If if I have to buy Tom Brady or, you know, buy someone cheaper, that's perfectly fine with me to, to have that quarterback, too, if I can still get the, the two assets of the 23 first. So, John, am I guessing you're feeling in that same area where if you can get I mean, let's go down to Tua or Mac Jones or Derek Carr plus a 23 first for Dak Prescott. You would take that deal because that's sort of what we're Tua, saying. Like he said, if you Tua can go get Mac Tom Brady. For sure. um, I'm that level Carr, of quarterback. I, like, maybe not. I looked and saw who were the values in the mid-20s because that's what the 23 first is worth. Yeah. But So I just want to – sort of put it in perspective to saying you would take those two first, maybe flip one of them for a quarterback. You feel good starting anyway. And then you have a nice pretty 23 first extra just to hang on to. Yeah. I mean, that's how I attack the quarterback position. And I love, I love being able to downgrade a quarterback to a guy that's going to score just about the same amount each week and getting an extra pick. I, that's a maneuver. I love. Yeah. That's where I'm stuck because (laughs) Russ is it, like, I really want Dak, guys. Why didn't anybody say Dak in any of these scenarios? Yeah, no, because I, I guess maybe I'm stuck on what were those first few games, not last season, the season before was, I don't even remember when it was anymore, where Dak just went like nuts for five or six games straight. And it was just like, man, if he could just do that for a season, he would crush quarterbacking. And it didn't really seem to go that way. But also, you're, he now has a weapon taken away from him. So Dak finished last season at QB 11 in points per game. I know trade addict scoring is a little more friendly yard-wise to quarterback, so it might not be exactly the same for everyone else. But he finished QB 11 points per game. And let's see. Let's go down to like QB like 18-ish, just to say to get another mid-QB two. I mean, we're talking talking three or four points per game so should we not be considering Dak in that top seven ish quarterback range anymore seven I think he's a back end QB one I'm trying to think who the seven would be Um, okay so Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes Justin Herbert Lamar Jackson Kyler Murray Joe Burrow I want all of those over. Right, that's six. So the question is, is there one other QB right there you put over? Actually, no, here. Let's just get to the list because this is going to make it a little easier. I feel like we're about... 
Got We're about to get there. Okay. On the list. Here, here's For the other point. Reason, I... what? Russ, just real quick. So here's here's my point right is like if let's just say we're downgrading to someone like Kirk cousins even if we just try to get an even trade in the calculator we'd be looking at Kirk cousins in two twenty firsts or dak in 223 seconds right that's how drastic a difference it is in value but the points per game from from you know dak to Kirk cousins is like a point and a half in fantasy points per game so i would okay. much rather just take the value than the points yeah, that's uh, yeah. Quarterback that... just doesn't matter. <laughs> well, outside it of the doesn't it doesn't. Might not. I, yeah. I mean, they're all they're all just going to put up pretty similar point values. Like, it's so easy to downgrade from quarterback and add an extra picks without losing production. It's got to I mean, be the unless you have like Allen, Mahomes, and such, because they're a good four, five, six points per game different at that point. Yeah, but you get way more. Yeah, you get way more. <laughs> then, okay, does then, anyone have... Then you can downgrade to Dak plus getting yeah. picks. So I did something silly, and I'm going to cut this list down a little bit more because I've left Joe Burrow on the list for some reason. Oh. Does anyone have Dak above Joe Burrow? Not even close. Probably close, no. All right, we're just going to take Joe Burrow off that list. So I have a, a list of four at this point. Love it. Love it. Hold on. Let me delete Joe Burrow so I don't say his name again. So the, my list of four players are Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, and Russell Wilson. Uh, I can go. I, I I still have Dak number one on this list. I'm actually, believe it or not, people, I'm going to put Russell Wilson second. He's not in Seattle anymore. So the reason that I disliked Russell Wilson, I'm hoping, is now gone. And now I can actually like Russell Wilson for fantasy. We'll see what happens. Hopefully I'm not wrong. But I'm... I'm Kind of like I'm more in on Russell Wilson now than I've ever been in his entire football career. He's always been great for always been great for football. It's not the best for fantasy. Hopefully, it goes hand in hand this year. Um, Hertz versus Stafford. This is the uh, you know now versus later. I I think uh, I think I'm going to put Stafford because I mean Stafford's not like going anywhere just yet. Even with a little bit of an age difference here, it's not enough to tip the scale. So I'm going to put Stafford third and Hurts fourth. And what about um, you, Kim? I have Dak at one, Stafford at two, Wilson at three, and Hurts at four. I think we've just seen Matt Stafford be able to score more points than Russell Wilson has. Right? And I, he has better weapons, better offense, um, a better play caller. Right, so I'm just going to assume that Stafford continues to score close to the same amount of points. Still, will have a drop off because I don't think you know Cooper Cup can continue to have an incredible season like he did last year. Right, um, but I still think he's going to be better than Wilson, and I think Hertz is a whole lot closer to three than he is five. If that makes sense, like whoever this other quarterback would be, like. Hertz is much closer to Russell Wilson than whichever quarterback is right below him. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least Trey that's Lance and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is probably going below him, King. Probably. All right. I just wanted to see if King would be like, oh, well, Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. He's above him. <laughs> I have the same top two as Kane. I have Dak first, Matt Stafford second, which I guess it does make me at least feel a little bit better that Dak is the top of this list for everyone. Yeah. And yeah, I put Stafford second for all the reasons Kane said. I have Hertz 
third and Wilson fourth. I have Wilson fourth because I'm not ready to accept all those things John is. Because he left Seattle. No, I don't give a crap about that. You're so petty. I need to see him score points in the last seven to eight weeks of a season (laughs) before I will ever trust him. Because I I know it is 99% of me knows that it was Pete Carroll being Pete Carroll and needing to establish it once it gets cold out. But I'm not ready to believe. I, I am scared that the Broncos have a pretty good defense. They have a very good running game that they might be just as dumb. Hashtag fire Let's, hope, let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope not. I actually am going to be rooting for Russell Wilson and fantasy football this year. And I hope, oh. he, I hope he goes crazy. And then people are going to be like, see, John Bosch said he was, he was terrible. Oh, Every God, aspect. You have to adjust. I'm rooting for Russell Wilson. <laughs> and hopefully he grows a personality outside of Seattle. No, no, no. Let's he does not, not have one of those at the moment. No, let's ride. All right. So John is up next with wide receiver. Who do you have for us? Adam Thielen. Um, like Adam Thielen feels like a guy I'm going to feel okay throwing into my probably final flex spot, but like, he's probably not on my bench. If he is on my bench, he's probably that guy that fills in first for bye weeks you know, assuming we're starting nine or 10, mostly wide receivers and running backs. His value in the calculator came in at (laughs) 4.6. So a third came to like 1.9 and a second was like nine point something. Wow. <laughs> um, so I wasn't really sure how to even equate it in picks. So I'm just going to ask you, what do you guys think his value should be? I don't know where to set the, I don't know where to set the line. Uh, it, 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 he's like half of a second, but that's not, a, but he's like twice a third. That, that's what I was saying. The pick disparity between a second and third, unless I put it into the calculator incorrectly, uh, is I mean- drastically different. Feeling in a third for a second, ah, but still, like, I, I, I do you think he's getting a second even if you add a third to him? Yeah, do you think I, so? I, yeah, I think he has enough history of production that we are all at the point where Justin Jefferson's the guy, and we're all completely okay with that. Feeling is still a very good wide receiver, but he's like 39 and coming off of an injured season, so we don't want to spend too much and we don't want to expect too much, but. Yeah, a third in Thielen for a second sounds pretty reasonable to me. What about like two thirds? I, I would do that in a heartbeat to go get Thielen. What would you give Thielen for? I would do Thielen in a third for a second because I don't care about the third at that point. Just give me the Here second. Do I. Yeah, I I would love I I like I would love to acquire him for two thirds, and I would love to acquire a second for him and a third. Does that sound realistic to you, Kim? Yeah, I think so. I think. As we know about this 23 class, right, it's really, really top heavy. Um, but there's going to be a lot of other players that we don't know about that happen every single year. Yeah. So the second round is going to end up being pretty good. I think we're going to have less depth in this 23 class than we did in the 22 class. Obviously, we were drafting people in the third round. We we're like, yeah, these guys could go anywhere from like the 204 to the 312. Right, because it was just one big tier. I don't think we see that in 23. So I'd rather have the 22, or excuse me, the 23 second to make up that difference. Especially in super flex leagues, because we're supposed to get what, like four quarterbacks in the first round. So it depends that, which mock you look at. You could get up to nine different names if you look at a couple different ones. <laughs> that would wow. be fun. That would be really fun. All right. So All what's right. your list look like? Let's do the list. <laughs> so you know, I like to get cheap players. 
cheap depth, cheap, cheap last starters. Like what? you are a stingy man. We know. I like I like to have studs and then garbage QBs, and then fill in the fill in or be prepared with cheap players. Because if you add Thielen now, it's going to be a lot cheaper than if your starter gets hurt and then you go ask him for Thielen in your league in season. Like then they're definitely going to be asking for a second for him. Because why wouldn't why would they give you anything? You know why would they give you Thielen for less? All right, so Thielen, Tyler Lockett, Wandale Robinson, Van Jefferson, and LaVisca Chenault. This is a group that is all very close in value. And again, it's somewhere way less than a second, more than a single third. I, you know, I, I think you get a, I think you get any of these guys easy if you offer a 23 second. Like they, the, the manager would smash that. All right, I can go here. Um, so I have Wandale Robinson at one just because he's the unknown asset and has the highest chance to like increase in value, right? Because we don't know really where that value should be right now. We have um, no idea what that wide receiving core is going to look like either. Like it's 100%. So up in the air. So, but I think he has out of this list, right? If If you told me one of these guys, you know, is going to be, go up in value it's probably going to be him like i doubt any of these other guys are going to have like a huge increase in value um because he just needs one good game to increase in value because he's a rookie true and that's all it takes i have feeling at two because it's solid production i have lockett at three because adam Thielen has a better quarterback than tyler lockett does um i have van jefferson at four because he's at least he's not on the jaguars and i have lavisca chenault at five i have a big X through the list. <laughs> mine's mine's similar. Um, I have I have feel I I have the first two players swapped, and for the exact same reasons, give me Thielen because I know what I'm going to get out of Thielen, and I feel good about that. I feel good about the production I'm going to get. I have Wandale at two because we don't know what he is, and like Kane said, he'll have the most volatile value. That also yeah. means it can be volatile upwards, you know, cross those fingers. But at this price, whatever. And Tyler Lockett next, because I love Tyler Lockett, but I love Tyler Lockett with Russell Wilson throwing the ball to him. And whether it's Gino or Drew Locke, clearly you don't feel as good as he did with Russell Wilson. But he's good, so I think he'll be okay. I have this. It's got to be Baker, right? Somehow it has to end up being I, Baker. <laughs> If they go out of their way to spend anything for a quarterback, fire everyone. Tank the year and go <laughs> use one of your extra 23 firsts to go get one of those quarterbacks. To pay something now would be just so dumb. Oh, I but I have Vista next because I, as a talent, as a player, I guess I like him more than Van Jefferson. And plus, we at least have a change of almost everything in Jacksonville where Van Jefferson wasn't getting the ball with the exact same situation he was in last year, except insert Allen Robinson. So, I mean, I'm, I'm good. Just saying, OBJ, but yeah, I'm saying I'm good saying that Van Jefferson's just not going to be a thing and making him go away. So I'm not terribly different. I, I do. I have Wando Robinson three and that's only because, Right now, I'm already starting to think about production. <laughs> so yeah. I want the end season. Uh, so I have Thielen one, Lockett two, Wanda Robinson three. If I'm in the situation where I don't care about the production this year, 
Wondell Robinson is the one to go after because he could, he could end up being the wide receiver one on the giants. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to be valued at the wide receiver one on the giants for the last one, two, three, four, a very long time has not actually been very valued. Trying to think who was the last valued wide receiver one from their squad. I mean, Darius Slayton, you know, got he, up he, there for a little bit. He did get up to being worth a first, like at the very end of the season, he fell quickly. And now he's like waiver wire fodder. Yeah. Um, seriously, when was, who was the last Giants wide receiver that was? Plaxico Burris? Uh, OBJ, obviously OBJ. Oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh, we, we forget because of how that ended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he was pretty valuable. That's it. That's that's it. That's it. Okay, so you know he is. I yeah. You guys described it very well. Volatile could be worth nothing. Could be worth a first at some point. Uh, I have Lavisca Chenault four and Van Jefferson five. Oh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll roll the dice that uh, the the situation in Jacksonville is also unknown enough that maybe somehow Visca shakes out to being usable. Um, but like Russ said we pretty much know Van Jefferson's role as a Ram and it's, it's not something I'm going to feel comfortable putting in my starting lineup ever. Yeah. So I'll put, I'll put Visco over it on the slim chance that at some point he becomes somebody that I would want to start in a fantasy football league. You'd I don't feel like either. Of them will. Yes. Yes. Obviously all these guys, great best ball assets. I know. I just love saying that because it is no help whatsoever. Okay. So, Kane said he has, quote unquote, other coming at us. Yeah, so if you don't know what that means, that obviously means just a random 23 first, baby. And so we're going to go through this and we're going to try and figure out what the line is at bo- at every position and just figure out what actually a 23 first means. Before we do positions, can we do a retro now that we're there might still be some people that are still doing their rookie drafts or have rookie drafts. I suppose um, yeah. We've probably finished all of ours. Would you give anything up to the one super flex? How high up would you go in, in the one O class? You know, what would you give for the for 23 first? Where did you guys end at? 106. Wow, 106. Five. 105. Whew, I think I'd have given a, I, th- I think I ended up being all the way like, okay, I'm comfortable giving away the 104, 103. <laughs> give me yeah. the 23 first. <laughs> okay, so Brees. Yep. Burks. London. Wilson. Yeah. See, I, I ended up being like, yeah, that's okay. I like just Brees, Brees, I wanted, okay, Brees, I wanted easy. Brees, I wanted easy. Uh, Burks in London. That's kind of where I ended. I was like, yeah, I want those two. Now, after that, like, that's fine. Give me the 23 first. <laughs> For anybody could, still left out there to draft. You can add in Kenny Pickett and uh, Kenneth Walker for me. Mm. Walker was a question mark for me. And that, like, I would probably give a 23 first for Walker in the right situation. Like, obviously, if I want a running back, Walker, I would rather have Brees Hall. But if I had to give that right. for Walker, I'd probably give it. Um, but, like, that was that's only in situations. <laughs> right. That means you're actually wanting to score points, right? If you're not, yes, then yes, I, would yes. just rather, okay. I would just rather yeah, take the 23 the first over those players, <laughs> right? No, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Um, but I, I think this is a fun one mainly because it, we need to know what 23 firsts are worth in this calculator. And so they actually come in a random 23 first, which they attribute as mid, um, Mm -hmm. because we don't actually know if people are going to be good, if their teams are going to be good or bad this year. Um, 
We know a few of them, but there's definitely some in the middle that you don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. Um, so they come in at 24 points is what a mid-23 first is. And the line for quarterbacks is right between Tua and Mac Jones on the give value. A 23 first for both. I, I would give them. I, I basically value them equally, and I would, I'd rather have the quarterback on my roster right now. Russ, do you feel the same? Tua, yes. Mac Jones, no. I don't think Mac Jones' value is going to drop. No, like I think it, his dumb. value is so safe. Tua's could I think drop, but I think Tua's could go up as well. I think Max is just like a flatline value for the next whatever five years, probably. All right, but what would your order be for those three? So is it like twenty-three first to a Mac? I guess it doesn't matter as long as twenty-three right. first is above them. I would go to a Mac twenty-three first. I would want to a to a first then Mac Jones. Then yeah, I guess I'm there. I would rather have the 23 first over both of them. <laughs> um, then if we go to running backs, running backs is where it kind of gets um, a little more fun. So I guess rank these three. Dobbins, Kenneth Walker the third, and a 23 first. Dobbins, Kenneth Walker, 23 first. So for me, it's Dobbins is number one on the list. And that's in situation independent. Uh, and then the next two are in a tier. <laughs> And it depends. Like I already said, if I'm competing in what points, I want Walker. If I'm looking at next year and not this year, I want the pick. Um, so, I mean, they're they're dead equal value. It's just a situation. Flip a coin or define the situation, and then you have the answer. But Dobbins above both. So. No, 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 no. no. 23 first or Kenneth Walker. Make your decision. <laughs> uh, I'll take the pick then. Because I can always use the pick to go get Kenneth Walker later. I don't think I can always use Kenneth Walker to go get the pick later. Right. I was hoping that'd as be more exciting when I was forced. As to sorry, That's really you what definitely was. tried, but I. I did. I I, was, I really did. Uh, I have the same. J.K. Dobbins twenty three first. Kenneth Walker. Uh, I don't see the ceiling with Kenneth Walker that everyone else does. That Seahawks team is just so 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 bad. That. I don't even know. So I'm fine staying away from that. Give me that first, which will increase in value. And there won't be people jumping ship on it. Like people might with Kenneth Walker, if he puts up like nine points a game for the first few. So I, and I think most of the running backs are going to be more valuable in the first round next year than Kenneth Walker is right now. Yeah. I think it, I think it really matters if I want Kenneth Walker to potentially score points. Um, yeah if i don't then i want the 23 first over both of these players okay um so the person who held the first in the lowest value in the 2022 draft has valued him higher than us two in every aspect so far yeah but it, it really matters like am i wanting kenneth walker to be on my team to potentially score points right do you like then, who, then who do you like more just... dobbins or walker um, Dobbins by just a little bit just because he's actually produced and he's on a better team and all that jazz but and all that jazz. I, I don't want to say that the Seahawks suck because Russ is here but I said it <laughs> yeah but I didn't want to say it too that's piling on and they just don't need that right now um, <laughs> Gino says they have a championship caliber team so I don't know what you're talking about yeah Gino also punched one of his teammates so I think we can just basically like <laughs> Gloss he got punched by one of them, a very, very that's, large man. That's even that's worse. Um, yeah, that's even worse. 
Um, so I'm not going to trust him with what he says in the locker room. Um, now we're at wide receivers, and you might actually get me to like one of these wide receivers more than a 23 first. It's Drake London, DJ Moore, and a 23 first. Oh, um, but we already said I'd take Drake London over the 23 first. So Drake London, 23 first, DJ Moore. Hmm. That's how I feel. I am, I'm London, DJ Moore first. I'd give up a first for DJ Moore still. I'm going to ride the hype and of the few player wide receivers alone I know coming out into the 23 draft, ceiling's just better than what we've seen. Like DJ Moore has been good. DJ Moore has been very good. DJ Moore has not shown any ceiling whatsoever in this league. And I'm not waiting for the sixth year breakout. You know, it, it's he is what he is. So I'm fine with that. And that's great for him. He's still very good again, but I'd still take the first over and just on the chance that something comes my way in that pick that will have a much higher ceiling. Yeah, I agree with you. I like, I think DJ Moore is really good, but at what point is going to, he going to have a really good quarterback, right? I think it might just get to the point where his value sinks below a first. Um, before that quarterback arrives because that quarterback's not on the roster yeah like next year if they go with matt corral like i could very much see dj moore being worth less than a first right so i would just rather take the first now and just hold that safer asset that's going to gain value regardless Um, last last one is to john's favorite position that's obviously the uh, (laughs) tight end position um I can get, can I get pits for a single 23 first? You cannot. I think we you talked can, about oh. what, four of them last week. What? <laughs> I think oh, you can uh, I think you can maybe get them for uh what's the value? Oh, three between oh. two and three 23 firsts. But he only That's cost me long. one one first last year, and I have been told that his value will dip. When's it coming? When is it coming? It's coming. When you stop hyping him up. Yeah, that's all me. It's definitely all me, for sure, 100%. That's how it works. I think this one's interesting because it's kind of the battle of, like, the aged tight ends versus the 23 first. And I think that you can definitely say, like, well, is my team competing or not, right? Um, Because if your team's – let's say your team's competing because that is easier here. Um, So you're fighting for a playoff spot, or at least you believe that you will be. Do you want Kelsey, Kittle – or a 23 first Kelsey. I'm still giving a first four uh, mm-hmm. in the, in the competing scenario. I mean, that's, right. that's money. He, <laughs> there's a good chance he still finishes as the tight end one this year. Like that's an advantage, a very nice advantage to have in your starting lineup. I will pay the first for that. And I don't think this is his final year. So I think you can expect to have that advantage or at least be even for the next couple of years after this. Uh, Like you're not going to lose out having Travis Kelsey as your tight end next year. That's not a bad starting lineup decision for you. Kittle. I'm probably giving that first for Kittle. I'd still rather have Kittle if I'm competing. Now, if I'm not competing, I'm kind of ready to turn the page on Kittle. Um, I'm ready to do it now. Yeah. Oh, see if I'm competing, I still want that because if I, if I'm competing, I have to think, all right, if I give up George Kittle, I got to fill my tight end spot somehow. What in the world am I going to do? Am I really willing to sacrifice 
a starting lineup spot from a competing lineup each week and then be like, oh, God, if I had Kittle, I'd probably would have just slapped, slapped him in there. If I have or Albert O or one of those players of that level on my roster already, yeah. I would easily send Kittle for a 23 first. And that's probably the big – that probably is the variable that matters is what you have to fill – to backfill that spot that you're giving up for Kittle, which – it might only be a decision you have to make for eight weeks out of the season anyways, if things keep up this way. You're not going to have the, you know, you're not going to have that decision of, well, I wasn't going to have Kittle anyways for this week. So I'm glad I got the first. Uh, it so is, guess, it's much closer the, there. I guess the question is like, what would you need added to the 23 side? Let's say you're competing. Like what tight end level would you need added to the 23 side to get rid of Kittle, right? Would you need like, just a dart throw like Evan Ingram or Jelani Woods plus a 23 first, or would you actually need a little bit more production? That could be, that could come in like Hunter Henry. Yeah. I would give Hunter first. for Hunter Henry in a first. Oh yeah. I would yeah, give up Kittle for level. Hunter Henry in a first. Because, right now, easy. Yeah. Kittle still holds that value. I'm mm-hmm. just ready to get away from it now because I think there's enough variables going on on that team and with Kittle himself that I feel better going somewhere else. And knowing full well that when Kittle plays, there is a very large percentage chance that he is going to outscore probably decently whoever I put in there. But value-wise now, value-wise in a couple of months, I feel great about going Hunter Henry and the first for Kittle. Yeah, that's an easy one. What would it take for you? Were you going to ask what would it take for to get that, Kelsey? What would we have to give out that? I think the line becomes like probably what Russ said, right? Like a Noah Fant, Albert O plus the 23 first, or is it even more than that? I think it might be a little bit more than that for me. Then, then you're getting uh, into like Dalton Schultz, Mike Gusecki. I think that's where I'm at. I think okay. I would need like Dalton. And I know a lot of people love themselves. Some Dalton Schultz. Um, I think I'm in order for it. me to give up Kelsey, because he's just so consistent. He doesn't have the consistency issues that Kittle has. So, it is such an advantage to just not have to worry about your tight end. And maybe, maybe I am, uh, maybe I'm overvaluing the fact that on a Sunday morning, I love being able to click a box and move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would need somebody in that Dalton Schultz, Pat Fryermuth area, someone like that, plus a first to get to Kelsey for me. Yeah, but I think you're going to get that age argument, and you might not be, you probably won't be able to get that level of a quarter, uh, quarterback of a tight end with a first to go get Kelsey. Probably not. Maybe I give a third back. <laughs> well, that's all I got. I just wanted to talk about 23 first and see if we could kind of figure out what that value is, even if it's just a random one. Yeah, it's a fun one. order for the tight ends, Kane. You didn't. Yeah. So if I'm. If I'm competing and I know I'm competing, like this yeah. has to be like I have a really strong, really, really strong team. Like I'm a top few team. Um, mm-hmm. Then I'll take Kelsey at one and then probably the 23 first and then Kittle. Um, I, if I have to make a rough decision, oh, like, oh, I could have had, you know, Ke- or a Kittle for these eight to 10 games. Like, yeah, that's going to bite me in the keister. Um, right in the keister. But, you know, I, I guess I would rather have the the really safe value because now we're dealing we could be dealing with a whole new quarterback that might not throw to the tight end that much, right? Yep. And if that happens in Trey Lance, well then Kelsey's value is going to dive without him even being productive, and regardless of if he's on the field or not, you know. So um, 
I guess I would just rather take the safe value in the 23 first and then Kittle. Yep, I'm there. But, but, like for, but for Kelsey, it has to be like, I have to be a tight end away from being a top team. And like, I have to be really, really competing. I'm not going to make the move if I go from like the eighth team to like the sixth team. That's no, not, that's not going to do it for me because there's too much variance during the season yeah. for, for that to happen. I would have to, you know, have probably two top 15 scoring quarterbacks and like a couple really good running backs and top scoring wide receiver, like Cooper cup plus another one. Um, and then add Kelsey to that or else I don't think it's worth it. Okay. Well that now ends our show with all of the things we wanted to talk about. So Russ Fisher at dynasty outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch, FF Debbie Kane, because I keep doing that wrong. Kane Vassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We're out of here.